beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. Today, I wanted to talk about goals versus visions as we're going into as we're going into January. And really, you know, I, I saw a few of you tag me in your plans, which I'm going to go through today. That's exciting. You know, the difference between having businesses being hobbies versus like actual businesses are a few different things. But one of them is having plans, right? And not just floating around day to day you know, doing what you feel like. <laughs> That'd be nice. I mean, trust me, it gets there. You definitely get to that point. I'm, I do that. So I feel like a hypocrite saying that in the beginning, I didn't. <laughs> However, and plus I have people, you know, you, other people doing the things I used to do. So, but anyway, um, so one of the things are having a plan, you know, the other things are making sure that we, you know, that you have really steady revenue coming through. And there are a few different ways you can do that. You know, one way is having evergreen programs. One way is having that with a combined like stop, start, launch program. So, you know, think it's really important that you include those sorts of things in your in your plans. Like what sort of programs are you going to have? Like what is it going to look like? How are you going to build reoccurring revenue? Like how are you going to grow and scale this? So this is an actual business. Like this is what we need to plan. Like think about when we're planning things. And then obviously reverse engineer exactly what we need to do to get there. Exactly who we need to collaborate with. Exactly the number of people. And I was speaking to Clist about this yesterday. Number of people that you need to have in your sphere. So if you reverse engineer it by like data, then you will convert because it's just, it's numbers. It's a numbers-based game as well as an energetic embodiment game. This is why this is a multi-dimensional business, right? Because you work on the strategy, you work on your frequency, and you work on the quantum. And today we are going to work in the quantum a little bit, which is good. But what, what I really wanted to anchor into is your plan, <laughs> really solid plan. So I did this course with a woman who's written books on launching. Like I, like she's like the expert when it comes to that. And so she reckons to get like to do a decent launch, you know, average launch conversion, a low conversion is around 2%. You're converting 2% of your audience or 2% of people that join the launch. That's average. However, I've gotten people up to 10% and, and I've done actually way more than that myself. And you can actually do that. I've launched with 37 people. Actually, that's how Callista joined me. I had 37 people in that launch and I was in touch with every single one of them. And I forget what the conversion rate. It was so, it was like 30% or something. It was really high, but it was because I was personally in touch with every single person. So what I want you to think about is how can you get, you know, what, what, how many people do you have in your sphere at the moment? Meaning how many people do you have in your email list? 
where are you driving them to? Like, where are you driving them to a Facebook group? Like, where where are you driving traffic to and how are you nurturing them? So it's not about just a marketing plan. It's about where do you drive the traffic to specifically? And then what's your plan to nurture them? So that's going to be important to think about. If you had an email list of around 600, you could start doing decent launches. Also, I mean, there's so much to think about. When I had 600 people in my launches, I was doing around 50 to 70K launches. And that's with a product that was two and a half thousand dollars. So that was a quantum coach certification back then. So I want you to think about that. Like, how, what are you going to do to start driving traffic? Are you going to get a funnel out there? Are you going to be like, my friend has built a 200K business just this year organically through Facebook groups, meaning, so she's teaching people how to build permanent jewelry businesses. And the only, she's done it totally organically by being in the permanent jewelry Facebook groups and giving value. And she gave one person her course for free in exchange for them referring people and them giving her a testimonial and it's built her business to 200k and I don't know what her but I think her price range is around 2k for that product so you know there's a lot of different strategies and I want to help you build out those strategies but when you're built when you are when you are creating the plan I want you to think about where are you driving traffic to what are you wanting to create in terms of a numbers Like how many people are we building your audience to? So I don't want like fluffy plans. Like this week I'm going to work on social media. This week I'm going to whatever. I don't want fluff. I don't want fluffy plans. I really want strategic. Like we're, we're really fine tuning these plans. So it's like my goal is to get this number of people in my audience so I can launch to them by this date. And this is what I want to do to in, in order to, to build to this particular number. Then this is a business. Then this is a proper business. And then it's about nurturing and scaling and growing from there. And we want to build out those plans now because it's December and we are going to January. We are talking about this. Calista and I are talking about this. The, the energy for next year is so good. Now the plans and the strategy are awesome and it, they're important. And especially when you're at this phase of the business, but it's interesting. I am like, I feel like the veil between physical, physicality and, and what's, whatever is happening behind the scenes for me seems to be thinning more and more and more and more and more. And I'm realizing like I'm sitting here, like I'll sit, I'll be sitting on my couch and just be getting these downloads. And it's like, I, it's so hard to describe. Okay. I'm going to try to though. It's like I was, again, I was saying this to Cliss yesterday. It's like we have to humor the ego. We have to humor the ego. The ego, the plan actually, (laughs) yes, it's important because we live on a 3D planet and this is our 3D reality. But when I was downloading stuff around plans, it's actually to give the ego the belief that this is going to happen. That's what plans are really actually for. Because we are we are deliberately creating through our thoughts and our imagination. Like that's how we're creating. But if we're not giving our ego like data-based things, evidence-based things, it's going to float around and feel super ungrounded and not be anchored in the belief that this is happening. So the plan is the plan. It's great. But really what it's happening from an energetic and a quantum standpoint is it's giving your ego the the proof to, that it's it's going to happen based on data and it's going to start loosening its grips and changing up its looping. 
It's like, no, I got this plan. This plan's going to be amazing. This is, this is based on data. This is going to happen instead of, Ooh, wavering back and forth. Not sure. I don't know quite what I'm doing and perpetuating those realities based on what the ego is observing. Does that make sense? Okay. So this is, that's, that's the cool part of why a plan is important, but you action is important anyway, because you need to set energy in motion. Like you need to set energy in motion based on the laws of the universe. So, so we want to have potent action. We want to have action that feels expansive and feels really good, really, really good. So what I wanted to talk to to you today is repositioning goals versus visions, because in my mind, those are actually two different things, goals versus, versus visions. So goals to me, and this, these are my definitions that I am giving the, these words. So if you were to look it up, it might say something different in the dictionary, but I just needed a way to differentiate the energy because we need to be playing with vision energy and not necessarily goal energy. Okay. So this is where we start to get quantum and things start to take over and we start to tune into the vision really powerfully. And actually we start to then let go of our attachments to physical reality. And on one hand, that's important. On the other hand, we need to be attached to it. But what we need to detach from when we're anchored into the vision is the evidence that we're seeing now that the vision has not happened. Visions will help you detach from that to where goals actually keep you anchored in it. So this is just my differentiation. So let's just break this down. And again, I'm just using those two words to, to try to separate the energy because it's quite different energy. So th- this is this is why this is important. Now, we talk about a plan. We talk about the importance of the 3D aspect of business. We talk about structure we talk about like getting yourself in routines and good disciplines and you know what you're experiencing right now is an accumulation of everything that you've done in the past and all the choices that you've made okay so we really want to bring out that awareness right now so what you've done in the past is an accumulation of every choice you've made up until this point so in order to have a different business you have to start making different choices and who was it? Was it somebody in this? No, it was somebody in the business academy yesterday that they or Yeah, I think it was yesterday, the day before that they said, OK, Sarah, how do I speed up my results? And I said, the rate in which your business will grow very quickly is the rate in which you step out in courage and, and bravery and get yourself wildly visible and lean into the things that otherwise you would have actually felt really uncomfortable in doing. That's super important. So what you chose before that was comfortable is not the same version of you and not the same actions that are going to get you through that glass ceiling and through to that next level. So again, this is the stuff you need to think about when you're building out your plans. So for me, what's going to get me to my next level and make me wildly uncomfortable are running like bigger, big live events. That's what we've been planning since mid this year. So I know that what that's like, I know to get cross through the million dollar mark, that's going to be my next threshold of, of, but that's, I'm not saying that from a place of, oh, okay, I've not done that. That's uncomfortable. I'm going to do it. I'm doing, I'm saying that from a place of that's what I'm being shown that I need to do. That's where I'm being guided. And so I want you guys to think about everything you're experiencing right now is an accumulation of everything that you've chosen. It's evidence of what you are continuously choosing. So what's your goal for next year? Is it six figures? Is it multiple six figures? Choose it. If it's a desire, let yourself choose it because your soul is saying, 
that's a reality that's available if it's a desire for you. Step one is letting yourself choose it. Oftentimes, we don't let ourselves choose it powerfully because we feel like we're going to dangle a carrot, not going to happen, I'm going to be disappointed, whatever, whatever the BS is around that, right? That's all goal stuff, by the way. That's all goal preparing. That's goal prepping. Here's my goal, but I'm not sure if I'm going to reach it. Vision is quantum. Vision is letting your ego know that that thing, that timeline is done and it's there. A goal is, oh, it'd be nice to hit that. And here are the steps I'm going to take. Quantum is playing with the energy that creates worlds. That's the vision energy. Verse, versing, let's, let's hope this happens. Vision is it's already done. Do you guys get the difference in that energy? So we don't want to play with goals. We want to play with vision because vision is already done. Vision is divinely inspired because if you anchor into the knowing that it's already done, guess what? Your channel opens wide up. I'm getting chills right now. And all the information starts streaming through. This is These are your next steps to where goals are kind of more manufactured. This is what this person does. I'm going to repeat what they've done. And let's see if it works. <laughs> your vision, it's already there. It's already done. So I want you guys to number one. This sometimes can be hard, but take stock of what you've chosen that hasn't gotten you to where you want to be in your business and let yourself see it. Let yourself see why. Or take stock of what you're fucking doing amazingly well and what's changing your life right now and do more of that and then do more of that. Maybe you need to do a little of both. <laughs> so this is where we get to get real because when we get real with ourselves, we get to create something really, really powerful that will guarantee that we anchor into our vision because the vision is done. The vision is quantum. If you can see it in detail, remember, it must happen. If you can see it in detail, it must happen. Quote from Dolores Cannon, not my own. <laughs> so remember that, you know, sit in the vision every day. Is that part of your routine? What does this person look like? This is all an identity game as well, by the way. If you can't tap into that next level identity, you're still going to be embodying the same energy. And again, this is a conversation we had in the Business Academy yesterday because sometimes identities, new identities are really fucking hard to step into because you're going to have to let old people fall away. You're going to have to have old clients fall away. People are going to be like, well, you used to talk in market this way. And now you're different, Sarah. I wish you would do so. I have, I've had clients say, I wish you would talk more about, and I'm like, Sorry, my identity shifted. I know you might fall away with love, but I know my other people are coming in. And it's not something I can control, really, because that's where I'm going. That's how I have to evolve. So what does this new identity require? What is she doing? Can you see her in detail? I always, every day, I I am, like, so connected to her. She's always feeding me info, information, intel. Do this, Sarah. Or sometimes rest. Sometimes it's rest and I'm like, wow, that it feels so counterintuitive, but okay. Sometimes it's upgrades. So if you're relying on strategy, strategy is important and powerful. We want to give that strategy to the ego, but it's limited. Sometimes if you're not getting the results you are wanting, you're not playing the deepest quantum game that's available, which is the vision because it's a reality that is literally done. We, can, we cannot forget that our minds are navigation tools. Our minds are just are not things that are making up scenarios. Our minds are actually navigating the quantum, the things that are already there. That's what our minds are. 
So if we really understood what our minds were here to do, yes, they help us think and analyze, but they also help us to navigate the quantum. That's how freaking cool we are. So are we, are we using that on the daily? Getting so in the tunnel of our vision, tunnel vision, that there's nothing else except for being in that energy. That is the most powerful thing you can do to get yourself to the next level. And then unplug. It's so important. Where's my, you guys have heard me talk about this. You have to figure out what your world is. Okay. So what happens is this, this is the, we'll say this is us, the purple, cause that's my brand color. <laughs> we live within, we live, this is our world. Okay. This is our world. What happens when we lose ourselves is we start plugging into everyone else's worlds. Oh, it was hard. Oh, it took me five years. Oh, this was a struggle. Oh, whatever the stories are. These are other fucking people's worlds. Oh, the economy. Oh, the whatever. Did you know you are on your own planet right now? Right now, you're experiencing your own world. And you like this, like I'm floating around and we're kind of sometimes bumping into each other. But ultimately, if you started unplugging from other people's worlds, this puts you in the tunnel of your own energy, of your own frequency. And you stop siphoning negative energy from other people's worlds that are not yours. Does this make sense? Because you need to be in your own world. When you're in your own world, you are here to create your world within a world. We lose our power because we plug into everything else. We're looking outside of our world. We lose, we give away our free will when we do that, by the way. We give away our free will when we look at other people's worlds, we take their stories and we plug them into ours. Crazy, right? Goodbye, free will. I'm giving myself away to their stories. Whoops. That's how we're programmed. It's very clever programming if you want to control the masses. But if you want to undo all that, you have to remember you are an energetic creator by nature first. Give your ego what it needs, which is a strategy, so it loosens its grips and feels freaking awesome about what it's about to do and really excited because then it'll start ingraining belief in itself that it will happen. And we manifest what we believe to be true, not what we want. We don't manifest what we want. We manifest what we believe to be true about ourselves and about what's possible. So in order to be, in order for us to believe something to be true, let's give it the evidence, okay? Let's stop fighting it. Let's give it the evidence based on data, which is the strategy. And then we need to start telling ourselves new stories, reprogramming. Remember a belief. So if we're, if we're manifesting what we believe to be true, not what we want, a belief is just a thought we think over and over and over. So we need to start pattern interrupting our old thoughts. This will help you anchor into a new identity, by the way. And start rewiring yourself to loop other new empowering stories that are from your world, not from other people's worlds. Okay, this will help you play with the vision, the quantum vision. Because you're going to start anchoring in beliefs that are going to be aligned with the vision. What is that version of you in your vision believing and thinking and knowing to be true? These are the new programs that you have to install in your mind by Cutting the old ones. So pattern interrupting is recognizing a thought that is not aligned with your highest version of yourself and telling yourself repeatedly a new belief. That's It's very simple, yet 
does take discipline. So what I used to do on my phone is I would set my phone alarm five times a day. Did I tell you guys this? Five times a day. And I would have my phone pop up and remind me what do you like? Just have me have the moment of present awareness. So I'd have my phone pop up and be like, oh, okay, this is my moment of present awareness. What am I looping right now? We're, it's such a subconscious thing. We don't even know that we're looping negativity. Oh my God. I've just been having an argument with my ex for 45 minutes and I'm in shit energy, but I didn't even realize I was, I was doing that. So what am I manifesting? More issues there because it's such a subconscious loop pattern. So in that moment, I pattern interrupted. Now this is, now we get into neuroscience where we start rewiring our neurons to be looping stuff around our vision instead of looping stuff around negativity like humans are programmed to see negativity because then we are safe we're safer if i can see it then i can avoid it but i can tell you one thing that your dominant thoughts are rewarded with dopamine so if your dominant thoughts unknowingly are looping arguments are looping oh this happened are looping frustrations you're going to become chemically addicted to them because those dominant thoughts are rewarded with dopamine. And and I, you know those people who are addicted to gossip, who are addicted. They can't be any other way. They don't realize that they're addicted to those thought patterns. But guess what? When you start interrupting those thoughts daily and start anchoring into the vision, start feeling it and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm on stage. Oh, my gosh, multi-six figures is so easy. I feel it. It's palpable. You will become chemically addicted to your vision. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. My time in the QBA was incredibly expansive, very rich and rewarding, and I can't thank Sarah Tynan enough for her wonderful guidance support and belief and sometimes when I didn't have that belief in myself and the wonderful people in the group was really life-changing and a very rewarding experience so yeah just expansive and big and bold and brave was wonderful if you want to know more then please head over to my show notes book a call with me or you can message me in dms now let's get back to the podcast And you will start, you will rewire your neurons to start looping things about, okay, well, how am I going to do this? How is this going to build out? Not necessarily the how, because that's never really fully your job, but what it feels like to be there, getting excited that it's all being lined up for you, like getting excited that it's all happening. And then you perpetuate that. Then you ingrain new beliefs. Then you're playing with the energetics and then you're matching what's already there in the quantum. Therefore, you this is where you start collapsing time and you're, you start anchoring yourself in it. Does that make sense? This is the magic part <laughs> of manifestation and marketing. And honestly, this is one of the biggest ways I've built everything. But the strategy is important as well. <laughs> Try, please don't bypass that. But this is the exciting part. This is all the stuff we have full control over. But are you actually creating the proper disciplines in order for you to embody all of this? Are you recognizing when you feel like shit? There's a reason for that. It's a belief. That's all it is. When you're feeling like shit about something, it's because there's a belief that is not aligned with your higher self. 
So you get to witness that belief and pattern interrupt it, rewire it. We are just experiencing literally a result of this computer that we've programmed through our mind. So we get to rewrite the program through unbiasedly. It needs to be unbiased because if you start judging yourself or thinking, I thought I was fucking over this or why is this coming up for me again? Don't do any of that. That's just adding fuel to the fire. You say, I have new tools now. This is showing itself to me for a reason. And now it's time. What's the new thought I'm choosing? How am I going to be disciplined? In recoding that thought, it takes discipline because it's not something that you just choose and it happens. It's literally rewiring, repetitive rewiring. And so when you're doing this and you're saying something to yourself, and by the way, I did this to myself without even knowing it. When I was struggling in um, corporate, do you guys know that story? When I was struggling in corporate, thought I was going to get, I tried, like I put every single action and strategy in place. It was a sales job and I worked weekends. My Lack of results was not for lack of trying. I was working my ass off, but nothing was happening. I was in bad energy. Woe is me, self-loathing. I can't do this. I'm going to get deported and sent back to America because I'm going to lose my visa. The moment I I had this, it was like my spirit guide stopped me in the middle of the street one day. Literally, I was on Latrobe Street. I was next to a rubbish bin. I know it was so visceral. And they said to me, Sarah, you're choosing this. And when I started saying one thing to myself, which I was an explosion of success, that's what I said to myself, I didn't realize I was rewiring old circuits. I was literally creating new neurological connections that were telling my subconscious a new story, which therefore manifested a new reality for me. One story changed my life. I was an explosion of success. I became one of the top salespeople in that company worldwide. And this is the largest company in the industry. There are hundreds of offices all over the world sent to America, all these tropical places. And it was because I recoded myself. It works. (laughs) It works. You just have to be in the embodiment and feel it. Tell yourself one story at a time, by the way. Okay. That's what I wanted to get. That's the point I wanted. One story at a time because we need to solidify the new hardwiring with that one new belief. So spend a week on that one rewiring or two weeks on that one rewiring of that one story. So this needs to be part of your plan, working on this stuff. You're going to be working against the primal forces of the universe if you don't get your mind right, you guys. Okay? If you don't start thinking big. If you don't start tuning into the vision versus the goals and the goals are like I said I'm just using those two words so you guys can feel into the energy the vision is can you guys when you when I say vision and I'm saying tuning into timelines that are done versus goals can you feel the different energy in that vision is so expansive like oh my gosh here I go let's do this it's happening goals it feels like oh okay all right well I gotta you know do oh here's the how what's this gonna look like is this gonna be possible there's a lot of doubt riddled in goals because goals force you to see what's the how. Well, how, how, how is that going to happen? How? Where vision's already done. So I want you to be in the vision as you're implementing a plan. Okay? So I want you to combine vision with plan because we need to activate the action aspect of it. But I want you to be in the right energy. Let go of the goals. So this means you don't get to, you don't, you're not attached to any results. 
Goals for, forces you to be in an attachment to a result. And when you are attached to a result, you actually repel the result. That's what a goal, though, has you do energetically. Isn't that interesting? Goals can are very sabotaging, by the way. If you're so, like, fixated on goals, it, that can you will sabotage the hell out of yourself because you'll be in attachment energy. And you, attachment is like a clingy boyfriend or a clingy girlfriend. No one wants that. <laughs> no one wants that. You could be dating Brad Pitt. And if, he, if his ass starts becoming a stage five clinger, he becomes extremely unattractive. <laughs> the vision allows you to implement in sheer detachment. That's powerful quantum flow energy, magnetism energy, divinely inspired energy right there. So it's like, I feel expansive in my daily activities. I'm getting a really beautiful structure and routine. I'm doing this, however, because I know this is recalibrating my energetic system, my nervous system, my hardwiring to the next version of me. That's your only, only job. And then you take the steps and implement whatever you feel is necessary in your business from sheer detachment, from the place of I'm just anchoring into the next level timeline and this is what it takes. And I said to somebody, I had a one-on-one, one of my one-on-one clients yesterday, you'll never hear me complaining about what it takes, by the way. You'll never hear me complaining about what it takes because on the other side of what it takes is so amazing. (laughs) You'll never hear me complaining. And really what it takes is you looking in the mirror at the shit that you need to let go. You taking the rug that is your reality and shaking the shit out of it. That's what the energy of this year has been all about, by the way. And that's the hardest part of this journey, letting that stuff go. What you thought you knew about yourself, what you thought you'd believe to be true. That's what it takes. The action stuff is easy compared to the whew, look in the mirror type stuff. And it let, let it be gentle. It's a process. It's one belief system at a time. But as you go on that journey, you're stepping up and up and up and up. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're living in a new house. You're dating a new guy. You're living this whole new reality. (laughs) Not you guys, but me. (laughs) And I didn't even that. like, what? How did this happen? Talk about night and day change. And this has been a matter of months for me. But I had to figure out what it was going to take. And it was a hard look in the mirror. And this is where a line bravery comes in. Sometimes what it takes is scary as shit. But we can misinterpret that for misalignment. You've got to be careful. We think, oh, this is scary. It mustn't be aligned. Not true. Not true. So this is what this is really like your guys' six-figure, multiple six-figure realities are all done for every single one of you. The fun part is the journey. So let yourself love the journey. How can you fall in love with it? Results, being attached to results is a matrix plug-in. It's a slave template. Be so detached from the results. When you are in that energy, it, they will it will fly to you. Seriously. Results will have you stop at nothing. Results is a very goal-oriented energy. I need to hit the goal so I can hit the results. 
Results and goal, same energy, all wrapped in one. You're attached, you're forcing, you're needing, it has to happen. You're pushing through all of your muck instead of expanding in the vision and just letting it anchor itself in. The only way it can anchor itself in is if you match it, though. So that's where the rug shaking comes in. People stop at nothing for the results. I've spoken about this before. People enslave themselves for the goal or for the results. This is how you create a whole civilization of slaves, by the way. Tell them they need to chase a result. Tell them they need to chase a goal. This is how you create slaves. But we think we're doing it by choice. I was in that for 10 years in my sales job. Results, goals. It's kind of it's kind of in the same realms of, you know, you stop at nothing to achieve the goal. You know, you think of Olympians and I have the utmost respect for them, but they are the ultimate example of the results and goal-oriented slave matrix. I mean, they'll compete on broken vertebrae. You can't tell me they enjoy that. Obviously, the result is delicious and these people are obsessed. They're programmed differently. But they're exemplifying to humanity how you enslave yourself to achieve something when you don't have to enslave yourself. You don't have to enslave yourself. There's a lady I follow. She's Irish. What's her name? She is, she was like Bob Proctor's like protege. Like she worked with him side by side. You know, somebody was talking to her about, yeah, you know, she talks all similar to me. You can create anything you want. You can have whatever you want in business or whatever. And somebody kind of challenged her. It was like, well, yeah, but do you want to like be a NASCAR? Like, what are you going to like win the NASCAR races? And she, on one hand, she's like, well, look, that's not a desire of mine. Firstly, that's not a desire. But if it was, I don't want to have to prove to you that I could. Her belief in how advanced her thinking is, she knows that she could win a NASCAR race. She knows it because she manif- she knows how to manifest in such an insane way. Not from having to enslave, but having to reprogram and anchor in and understand the realities that are there, but through sheer desire. If you're working with desire, that is a powerful freaking energy when you get all of your shit out of the way. Truly, desire is a crazy powerful energy. You start losing the desire, however, when you're too fixated on results and goals. When you're fixated on the vision, the knowing that it is there and done, guess what? It amplifies your desire. It amplifies that magnetic pull energy. So we get to be in action and fully detached. We're in action because we enjoy it. I'm doing this call right now because I fucking love it. Not because I feel enslaved or obligated. (laughs) That's how I built my life. My life is about freedom. True freedom. And freedom is reverse engineering the programming that has every single human on this planet feeling obligated to be enslaved to themselves or to other people or to a job or to society or to you fill in the blank. That's my job. I have been put here to help reverse engineer and undo this programming that are having humans enslave themselves by their own free will. And this is part of it. It's such important work, you guys. And whether you know it or not, it's part of your guys' mission as well. Because you wouldn't be here listening to me working out how to undo all of this if you weren't meant to help other people do the same thing. Because just by them being quantumly entangled with you, you will shift them. 
So this work is way more important than building six figures. And that's important too and fun and it gets to happen. But remember what it is all about at the end of the day. When you can anchor into the vision and the mission and the desire and be so detached because you know what you're doing is important, again, that changes the game. So can you see how people are getting it wrong everywhere when it comes to building businesses? (laughs) And just keep reaching and amplifying and reaching and amplifying, meaning building and expanding, building and expanding, building and expanding from this energy, knowing the more you reach and amplify, the more you're setting people free. Because every time you reach and amplify, you know you've liberated yourself from something. You getting to the next income threshold is a sign you've liberated yourself. That's what it is. From your old programs, your old belief systems, the matrix. So every time you reach a new threshold, you're changing literally the world through your own quantum entanglement, your own connection to the humans. So this is important work. Important work. Listen to this little chat I'm having with you today as many times as you need as a reminder, because sometimes you need a reminder and it's a continuous choosing. Just because we're sitting here having this conversation doesn't mean you're going to fall off and go back into your own patterns. When you do, because it will happen, don't shame yourself or guilt yourself. Recognize it. Be lighthearted. Whoops. (laughs) Better stand up and dust myself off and let's get back on the horse and let's get back on the ride. Soon enough, it will start becoming your norm. But right now, these thoughts need to integrate. This energy, this information needs to integrate, recalibrate yourself, and it takes a moment. So when you fall off the horse, Get into the doubt or the self-loathing or whatever. Recognize it immediately. Pull yourself out of it, which is going to be hard because you were previously addicted to that, remember, potentially. And pattern interrupt it. How bad do you want it? That's how bad you got to interrupt that pattern. And soon enough, it will become your natural state of being. But it's a daily, it's a daily thing that you need to work at. But the vision's there. It's all there. You got, because we know this as proof because you desire it. So that's the good news. And the work isn't that hard unless, you know, unless it's something you're presented with. Like when I was presented with my le- my next level meant I had to leave a marriage and that was not easy. So I'm not saying the work is easy always when you're put to the test. But building a business gets to be easy when it's this stuff you do first. And then the opportunities pop in, the people pop in, and then everyone's saying yes. And it just seems like flow and all the things. How did this all happen? It feels like a fluke. That's what I used to say in the beginning. (laughs) This felt like a fluke. But it's how it gets to be. So you play with the vision because that vision is already there in the quantum. Reach to it. Speak to that version of you who is already there in that world. So this, this is you here. This is your quantum self here playing in the world. So why don't you just stream intel? That's what I do. What do I need to do? What do I need to let go of? What do I be? What do I eat? How do I exercise? Whatever it is. The other thing I do as well, because realities are all coexisting now, I also go to my past self sometimes and say, don't worry, you've done it. You've done it. Don't worry. The thing you wanted, you did it. So this kind of reestablishes faith in myself from the past version of me that I'm going to then jump into that next level future version of me. Because all the versions of me are coexisting. Does that make sense? That's kind of a little mind explosion thing there. But I talk to my past self all the time. I remember when I went to invest in my first mentor, which is $33,000, and it took months to convince 
my husband at the time, which is fair enough, right? Because it was COVID. He lost all of his work. And I'm going to him saying, can we invest $33,000? We just bought a house. Like the poor guy, right? Like, of course, he's going to be like, what the fuck? Anyway, took months of convincing. I didn't know if I'd ever be able to work with this mentor. And then fast forward months later, I was sleeping in her house for like a VIP day. And I go to my past version of myself and I said, don't worry, Sarah, you do it. You do it. I'm here now. I'm at her house. You're going to do it. It's going to happen. So I'm always using the present day version of me to reassure the past version of me because that re-anchors into my present day ego that the future will happen. Does that make sense? That's a bit of a mind bender. It's really cool. Okay. That is it for me today, beauties. So we got this. (laughs) All right, beauties. I love you. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening today, beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate. If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.